In February, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis moved to take over Disney World's governing body. This was all in retaliation to the company's public stance against the Don't Stay Gay bill. But now, new reports suggest this whole plan may have backfired. I'm William Howard, and this is Ticker News. Taiwan's determination to go global will only grow stronger. Taiwan is the world's Taiwan. Also ahead, Taiwan's president has officially touched down in New York City. US officials are pitching a multi-billion dollar budget to counter threats abroad. The UN adopts a landmark climate resolution asking the International Court of Justice to investigate the consequences countries face for harming the environment. Plus, organisers of former US President Barack Obama's speaking event in Melbourne apologise over an Indigenous welcome-to-country controversy. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hi there, great to have your company as always. I'm William Howard. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen has officially touched down in New York City. It comes as China warns of retaliation if the leader meets with US House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. China's senior envoy has accused the US of advocating for Taiwan's independence by allowing Tsai to make a slash in their country. But Washington says Beijing should refrain from overreacting to the trip. In the Big Apple, the Taiwan president was greeted by competing crowds of protesters and supporters outside her hotel. President Tsai is due to fly to Guatemala this week in an attempt to shore up alliances in Central America before returning through Los Angeles. Before departing Taiwan, she said external pressure will not hinder the country's determination to go to the world. Taiwan's determination to go global will only grow stronger. Taiwan is the world's Taiwan. Leading Taiwan to the world and bringing the world into Taiwan is an important goal of our administration. External pressure will not hinder our determination to go to the world. We're calm and confident. We'll neither yield nor provoke. U.S. Department of Defense officials are pitching an $842 billion budget to counter threats abroad. Officials have been debating China's growing nuclear arsenal and the threat it poses moving forward. Military readiness was top priority today on Capitol Hill as top defense officials pitch spending billions of dollars more for their budget in order to deter future wars. General Mark Milley and other top military leaders faced intense questioning from lawmakers on the many threats facing the United States, including Iran, Russia and China. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff said there is not much they can do to stop China from becoming a nuclear power. We are probably not going to be able to do anything to stop, slow down, disrupt, interdict or destroy uh, the Chinese nuclear development program that they have projected out over the next 10 to 20 years. Uh, they're going to do that in accordance with their own plan, and there's very little leverage, I think, that we could do externally to prevent that from happening. Also discuss the growing threat to Americans of China and Russia teaming up with General Milley, making the case that such a scenario would be difficult for the U.S. military to deal with. Our military... Uh, capability-wise, can fight in a lot of places with different types of contingencies. But if you're talking about a serious conflict yep. with a major great power war, uh, realistically, 
putting both China and Russia together is a very, very difficult thing. A divided government presents an obstacle to passing many of the proposals in the budget. Reporting in New York for Ticker News, I'm Veronica Dudo. The United Nations has adopted a landmark resolution asking the International Court of Justice to deliver an opinion on the legal consequences countries face for harming the environment. It follows a four-year push led by Vanuatu and other Pacific nations to get climate change in front of the highest legal body. Here's Olivia Zolino. Today, we have witnessed a win for climate justice of epic proportions. That was Vanuatu Prime Minister Ishmael Kalsakau on Wednesday, after the United Nations General Assembly voted to ask the world's top court for an advisory opinion on national climate obligations. The legal opinion could drive countries to take stronger measures and clarify international law. Importantly, the court will tell us what the legal consequences are for states that disregard these laws and cause climate and environmental harm. Countries will submit input over the next year, and it could take the court around 18 months to issue an advisory opinion. The Republic of Vanuatu was the driving force behind the four-year campaign, leading a core group of 18 countries, ranging from Costa Rica to Germany. The United States did not support the resolution. A spokesperson for U.S. President Joe Biden's administration said, quote, Diplomacy, not an international judicial process, is the most effective path forward. Vulnerable countries like Bangladesh are applauding the move. The country's foreign secretary said the resolution's passage was a defining moment that could help bridge the gap between promised climate financing and what is being delivered. We hope this resolution and the consequent advisory opinion will provide a better understanding of the legal implications of climate change under international law and the rights of present and future generations to be protected from climate change. The resulting advisory opinion could be a vital input to the burgeoning climate-driven lawsuits around the world. There are upwards of 2,000 cases pending worldwide. Other international courts and tribunals are also being asked to clarify and define the law around climate obligations, including the Inter-American Court of Human Rights and the International Tribunal for the Law of the Sea. In February, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis moved to take over Disney World's governing body. It was all in retaliation to the company's public stance against the state's Don't Say Gay bill. But now new reports suggest this whole plan may have backfired. Members of the new governor-appointed board argue the previous members stripped the board of its power before they left. It was all part of an agreement which was approved a day before DeSantis assumed more control of the land around Disney's theme park. Disney is leaning on a property law which essentially makes the company the government of the area. New board member Ron Perry says the board has lost the majority of its ability to do anything beyond maintain the roads and basic infrastructure. For just under six decades, Disney has operated its expansive theme park and resort in Florida under a specially designed district. But this special status came under threat when Disney clashed with DeSantis and his Don't Say Gay law. Florida lawmakers then passed a bill in February to end Disney's self-governing status and give the governor the authority to appoint new board members to the district. DeSantis appointed five supervisors, including a parents' right activist and three Republican donors. 
But the new supervisors say previous board members entered an agreement before they left their positions, effectively stripping the board of all of its powers. Organisers of former US President Barack Obama's speaking event in Melbourne have apologised over an Indigenous welcome to country controversy. Australian Indigenous elder Auntie Joy Murphy was prevented from performing a traditional ceremony at the event. The company behind the speaking tour says it was unable to accommodate last-minute changes due to security. The senior Wurundjeri elder was originally asked to open Wednesday night's sold-out event but was later removed from proceedings amid claims she was being, quote, too difficult. The organisers have since apologised and invited Auntie Joy to perform a welcome to country at a business lunch with Obama instead. Pope Francis is battling a respiratory infection and will spend a few days in a Rome hospital. The 86-year-old has been suffering from breathing difficulties, but it's not COVID-related. We have all the details coming up this hour on Ticker News. Stay with us. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.